Yeah, and being that close to death um, kind of, you know, gives you a different outlook on life. I'll be a better mother, I'll be a better wife, or, you know. Stay fly, stay fly, stay fly. You're listening to The Fly Guy Show. They do everything on the fly and in such a fly manner. Stay fly, stay fly, stay fly. Stay fly. One. Hey, it's your man DJ Seiko Varner on the Fly Guy Podcast, and I have a special guest. This guest is one of the guests that you're going to be hearing a lot about tomorrow uh, in the upcoming years. Realistically and jokingly, you're going to hear a lot about tomorrow, tomorrow. I mean, I'm telling you that. So tomorrow, why don't you introduce yourself? Hi, everybody. How are you guys doing? I am tomorrow. <laughs> well, uh, tell us about this passion you have for reporting and teaching. Well, I have actually started a podcast uh, radio uh, talk show. I started it because um, I actually went to a dialogue and got inspired and they were talking about community and education and our, um, you know, black culture and what can we do in our community and make a difference. And I was, you know, wanting to make a difference for a long time, just wanting to what, wonder what can I do as far as something different in my life because, you know, years ago I had almost died and um, went through a traumatic um, experience. Right. Um I had surgery um, in Japan. I had um, surgery. I was getting my uh, fibroid removed, and the surgeon had nicked my ureter in half. And I was leaking urine in my abdomen. The urine had actually went toxic, and um, it sat there on my abdomen for about two weeks. I had I kept going back. I went to the emergency room twice, and they kept and they told me that it was. I was just constipated and, you know, take milk and magnesia, the surgeon, you know, the uh, OR, emergency room dot would say. And I was like, okay, doesn't seem right, but okay. And the second time I went to the OR, the emergency room, they, you know, at that time discovered that um, it actually wasn't, it wasn't, you know, all that that they were talking about. It wasn't, it wasn't all that you know, bowel, and they were thinking I was just constipated, and um, it was actually urine that had been sitting there from when I had surgery two weeks prior. They quickly had to rush me to the OR and try to aspirate the urine from my abdomen. Well, they were able to extract the urine from my abdomen, but, you know, they couldn't really stop the, the leak because, you know, they uh, tried to put a stent through my ureter, because, you know, um, I don't know if you know that about uh, women's anatomy, <laughs> but uh, you know, women, have, women have two ureters that lead down to, you know, your bladder. Okay. So, you know, you have one on the left and one on the right side. So the one on, you know, my right side was fine. That, leads, that also leads to your bladder. But the one on my left was severed in half. And that goes from your, your kidney that leads down to your bladder. Well, that was, you know, that tube that runs from my kidney was severed in half. So instead of running the urine going to my bladder, it was actually going into my abdomen and it was just landing on my intestines and just sitting there. Wow. So that's what, so that's what was happening. Um, so I was slowly dying. Um, it went toxic. So I was slowly dying. Um, and they didn't know. Um, they 
could not, so again, they could not stop the leak. So I had to get medevaced to Hawaii, Tripler Army, uh, the Tripler Army Medical Center. And uh, at that point, when I got there, um, and that's a long, you know, that's a long flight they go when you when you're when you're flying on a gurney strapped to a gurney backwards on a plane um, with two drains coming out of your urine because they could not stop it. So you're overflowing with two tubes coming out of your stomach, laying on a gurney and, you know, um, very uncomfortable. Um, I would imagine. Could not. Yeah, yeah. It was very uncomfortable. You know, you can't eat, you can't sleep, you can't do anything. You're just laying there and, you know, sometimes the tubes overflow and the nurses got to come and try to drain. It was just a very traumatic experience. But I finally got to uh, Tripler. And at that point, um, they were able to um, rush me into the OR. I woke up in the um, PICU. So when I woke up in the PICU, you know, it was it was touch and go. Um, the chief of surgery came in, the chief of urology kind of explained things to me because um, I had spent uh, two months um, in the hospital at that point. Wow. Um, but, but they came and, you know, explained to me what had happened. And, you know, um, they were just like, man, you must have had a, a will to live because um, we had to remove all of your intestines. And, um, and as you know, we have several feet of intestines. Um, well, they had to remove all of mine and smooth them out because they were so badly crinkled um, from from the urine going toxic. Um, so they removed all of them and then they had to place them back into my abdomen. Wow. Um, I was told this story as I'm telling you. Um, so it was as if someone, you know, telling this story about somebody else, but you know, this is what I was told what was happening. I had to have a blood transfusion and everything. So they were saying, you know, it was touch and go for a while. You know, they <laughs> didn't think I was going to make it. And quite frankly, with the symptom symptoms that I had, I probably should not have made it. Yeah. And being that close to death um, kind of, you know, gives you a different outlook on life. You know, spending that much time in the hospital and, you know, uh, away from my children and I have three and away from my children and um, you know near death and you know I just at, at some at some point there you know I was just like you know God please don't take me out like this not like this I'll be a better mother I'll be a better wife or, you know just let me raise my children let me see my children grow up don't take me like this um, so it just can't, kind of gave me a different outlook on life. Um, just to follow my dreams and whatever my purpose was, because God saved me obviously for a reason, because I should not be here right now, but I am. Right, right. And, and so when this opportunity to do this, podcast um, when I was inspired and that's what you know I was so inspired when I went to the dialogue and 
you know, everyone was sitting around and talking about, you know, what can we do? You know, um, you have your black entrepreneurs there and you have your, you know, people who were running, you know, nonprofit organizations there. And, you know, and I was sitting there and I was like, wow, I, I want to do something. And I feel that maybe this is what my purpose is. Maybe this is my purpose is to promote these black, these wonderful businesses because I feel like I have a voice and maybe this is why I have this voice. Maybe this is why God saved me is to be able to, to have this voice to help promote because I feel like I have the kind of voice that people will listen to. Okay. Okay. I'm listening. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> I say, I, I, I just do. I feel. I feel like this is my purpose. I feel like. I feel like that. I found that, and and I know that I was saved for a reason. And I think that this is it. So this is why. And I'm. I'm passionate about. I'm passionate about anything that I do now. I live. I live hard. I love hard. And you know. So anything. I work hard. So. I think that that what you should do because you know going through that makes me realize how precious life is and how short life is right and I want to waste a moment of it and saying what I should have and could have done and you know what a lot of people go through life and saying oh I wish I would have done this or maybe I, I could have done this well Follow your dream. If that's what you want to do, do it. This is what I want to do, so I'm going to follow that dream. I'm going to I'm going to do it. And if ten doors close in my face, I know I one door is going to open, and I'm going to go through it. Right. But I'm not going to give up. So if anything, that experience has taught me is is to strive and to strive for success and keep going. So that is my story. Wow. And with that. So I hope you all like it. (laughs) (laughs) That is my truth. That is my truth. That is my testimony. And I am willing to share it with whoever would love to listen. And I hope that that story will inspire anybody um, who is listening to to achieve, achieve for greatness. It doesn't matter your your past. It doesn't matter your background. What matters is here and now, the present. And what you do now is what matters. It doesn't matter what you did in the past. Wow. It doesn't matter how you grew up or what you don't have. Wow. <laughs> Cue the church organs. <laughs> That's my word. <laughs> and let the church say. So I hope that that was inspiring. And let the church say. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> That's what's up. That's what's up. It was very inspiring to know that a near death experience or a reawakening or a new life experience, however way you want to look at it. Is, is led you to creating a podcast which is helping inspire, educate, and expose at the same time. You're exposing some of the uh, Black-owned businesses in the Hampton Roads and beyond area. 
you're inspiring I people am. with stories, and then you're informing them with information about um, people of African descent, indigenous descent in history who've done great things that for some reason they haven't learned about. You're doing these three things yeah. based upon this almost transition experience, and I'm blown away from it. So tell me about uh, your first entree in the podcasting. What was the first episode about? Oh, gosh. <laughs> uh, my first episode was um, Jim Crow. <laughs> um, oh, and can I say Jim Crowism? <laughs> okay, okay. Um, I, 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 you know, touch, we got to touch on that a little bit at that first dialogue. And I thought, and I thought, hmm. I wonder how many people don't know really about what that era meant. Okay. Um, back then. You know, I wonder how many black people today don't know about you know, what that, you know, symbolized um, that whole Jim Crow and, and you know, what, what impact that, uh, you know, today. So, you know, after I did that episode, you know, I actually called up a few of my friends and I asked them, I said, so, um, and I told them, you know, what I was doing. And I said, okay. well, I'm starting this you know, podcast, this radio podcast. You guys check it out. I'm going to do my first. And I told like my best friend, for instance, I told her and I said, I'm going to do my first um, episode, you know, on Jim Crow. And she was like, hmm, Jim Crow? Huh. Well, who is that? <laughs> and I said, um, what? Uh, you know, <laughs> and then another friend of mine, and I, I just said, and you know what I just, I just said to her, I just said, you know what? Just wait and listen to the episode. I said, I'm not even going to tell you. I said, I, I don't even want to tell you. Let's talk about it after you listen. Okay. okay. I said, then we'll talk about it. So so go ahead and listen to it, and then we'll talk about it. So then um, I talked to another friend of mine in North Carolina and um, and told her, and I hadn't talked to her in a while and because we used to be uh, co-workers, contractors um, in, at Cherry Point down there. And um, I talked to her and I said, yeah, you know what? I'm starting, a, you know, podcast and, and I, you know, really want you to listen to it. I did an episode, you know, I, well, I had already did the episode and I said, I'm doing an ep I did an episode and my first episode was on Jim Crow. And she said, who was that? And I was just blown away. I said, well, and, and, you know, when I get people like that who are black, who don't know that, I mean, how important is that? What are we learning in, in school? Why don't they know? Uh, and you know away? what? So, so you did the episode on Jim Crow. How did you do it? What, you know, did you do research? Did you talk to somebody about Jim Crow? Did you go on YouTube? What was your process? I researched. I did, I did, I did. I I um, researched um, about it. I wanted to know more, so I did. I went on. Um, I just kind of Google. I went on YouTube. I googled. I just really wanted to know everything. So when I when I went on Google, I came upon the uh, uh, 
the article that I had read actually on on that episode. Okay. And um and I thought, well, this is this sounds like a really good this sounds like a really good article and this kind of breaks it down in a way that I think people will understand as I'm reading it. I think they'll be able to kind of see that image in their mind. Okay. Of how oh, of how this white man, you know, painted his face and, you know, went on the road with these shows and, you know, you know, portraying this slave. You know, and I wanted to be able to explain that and go and, and find a story, find an article that would explain it in, in kind of a storytelling kind of way. And that article that I did, I think, really just kind of really did what I wanted it to do. Okay. Because afterwards, I, I mean, I really didn't know the impact that it made until I started getting all the feedback from it. Um, from my my uh, friends and from my family, um, some and some family members too, um, uh, were unfamiliar. Okay. Uh, and I said, "Well, I am onto something here because <laughs> my people are not reading and they're not doing their research. So it, I am onto something. See, I knew I found my purpose. I knew I found my purpose." And you know how the church people say, look at God. (laughs) Look at there. there. You know? Who knew? Who knew that there were still black people who didn't know about that? Who knew? (laughs) But I do now. And and those are the people. Those are the people that I want to educate. Those are the people that I want to inspire. Those people who I know are not picking up a book. But they'll listen to me. Well, then you become their book. That's excellent. Yeah. Excellent. That's excellent. Yeah. So you realize well, that you had good. a voice. You're becoming their book. And so how did you go from the first one? Because that was a brave step. That was a very brave step to say, I got to do something. I got a voice. <laughs> I'm interested. Let me jump on this. Let me try this. How did you jump yeah, to the yeah. second one? You know what? I just did it. That's, and it's funny that I, how I did it. I just, you know, I just came home and I was like, and a friend, I was talking to a friend of mine, and that and that friend was like, you know, I was telling him, I was like, I, I really want to find a way to, you know, I want to do something. I don't know what to do, but I, I got to do, I'm feeling drawn to do something. Like, I felt it. Like, I was like, I'm supposed to be doing something, and I don't know what. I need to inspire. I need to do something with my community. There's something. And he was like, why don't you do a podcast? Do a podcast. Do a podcast. And I was like, hmm. And that's why I was like, hmm. Well, um, what is that? <laughs> I'm sorry, I know what it was. I didn't. I'm then. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't know what it was. I didn't know. And he was like, "What? Yeah, what?" He was like, "Oh my god." He was like, "Just look. You just go go online. Look up podcasts. Look and start reading about them, and then you'll find out." So when I did that, I looked. I said, "Oh, yes." This is what I want to do. I, you know, listened to a couple podcasts and I liked it. I was like, oh man, but I don't have that kind of equipment. I don't have that kind of stuff. And, you know, and even he was like, so what? <laughs> you have a voice. That's all you need. Just do it. And um, he said, everybody starts from somewhere. That's and, right. Um, right. And, um, 
and I've heard that from a few people who I appreciate very much. Ashe. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. <laughs> and uh, and so you know what? And then I just I went on there. I downloaded Spreaker and um, and push record and found the uh, article. And I just started reading it and recorded it. And then I just published it. I didn't edit. I didn't do anything. I just published it. Wow, that was that was brave. You didn't edit it? <laughs> That's no, brave. No, no, no. And as a matter of fact, I don't edit any of them. I just publish them. Okay. That's a salute. That's um, a salute. And salute to the good folks at Spreaker for providing this platform. And I can see that you're using yeah. the paid version of Spreaker. So you even invested in your vision. That says a lot. First of all, you took a yeah. step when you didn't know what a podcast was. You created a podcast. You didn't edit it. You sent it out and no. it to the world. And you paid for a Spreaker subscription. That speaks volumes. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I'm having fun with it. That's what's up. It's great. That's it's what's great. Up. I love it. I love it because I know that I'm, I'm um, promoting promoting uh, businesses, and I feel like I'm making a difference. And finding finding your purpose is everything. Oh, and it just feels so good. And this is what life is all about. Man, do you think you found Man. your purpose? Oh gosh, yes. Oh yes, yes. I have. This has been a long journey to go through what I have gone through to get to this point I know that I have found it because I feel it in my soul in my spirit and I feel at peace so I know that God that the path that God wanted me to, to come to and to go through everything that I went through has led me to this moment. Now what's interesting about this, this is moment what I was meant to do. This this moment that you're doing what you were meant to do is many people are saying, I'm trying to find my passion, I'm trying to find my reason. I'm trying to find that thing that I'm supposed to do. And you said you feel it within your bones. You know, you just know it deep down inside. Did you feel that yeah. way when you downloaded the Spreaker app? Yes. Yeah. I felt like I was led to that. Um, that is the first podcast I downloaded. Okay. Okay. I didn't go anywhere else. I didn't download anything else. I went straight to that app, got it, and started recording. It was as if I was just led right there. Like everything, everything has a divine order. And I was just everything that you know as i look as i think about it and my the the, the steps that i took and, and the things that i went through everything has led me to this moment and i know that freaker was where i'm supposed to be this is where i'm supposed to start right here right here and i'm very passionate about it and i'm 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 i'm, I'm, I'm so excited i'm so happy about this I, I can't even, I can just scream it from the rooftops. And I just hope that everybody else can find 
you know, their passion and, and, and know their purpose and feel just as good about it on the inside as I do. Because once you find that, just life just seems so much smoother and so sweet. Like, I, everything, my life, I just look at everything so different now. Just everything just has come together in my life. Like, full circle. Like, I feel like I just feel, it, it just feels really complete. Like, I'm, I'm right on the path that I'm supposed to be on now. And nothing and no one can knock me off of it. Because this is where I'm supposed to be. And when you find that, nobody can mess with you. It's as if you, you know, like, like two parties, they looking at the world through your rear view. <laughs> Understood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's it. Like, that's it. I'm here. Like, nothing else. Everything else is a blur on each side of this path. All I can see is is straight ahead. Oh, that's tunnel vision, and that's good. That's a good thing. And that's what I have. That's what I have. Well, I'm glad you have that's this like biker boys, isn't it? That's like biker boys. How he was Lord Fishburne, you know, he get ready when they got ready to race, and everything around him turned into a blur in that tunnel, and he all he could see is the finish line. Woo! That's all I. Can see. Everything around me is a blur, and all I can see is the finish line. And that's how it should be when you find your purpose. Is all you can see is what you're doing. And everything else doesn't matter. Nothing else matters. Okay, okay, okay. You have found your purpose. Well, moving forward, what are you doing with your purpose? You decided to do the podcast. You've done a couple of episodes now. Who are you looking to tap into, and what stories are you looking to tell? Oh my gosh! Well, um, well, you know, I did on my uh, second episode. I did the, um, I did. Um, I love that, and ain't I a woman with Sojourner Truth? I love that. That was that was great. That was probably my favorite. Um, and I, I love doing stuff like that. I, I you know, I'm going to continue to find people to in, and and tell stories and and inspire. I'm going to continue to bring people on my show who um, inspire me when they tell me, you know, I'm working on this project or this this business. This is what I do for a living. I'm like, oh, oh, you do? Well, would you come on my show and talk about that and let the world, let, let local community, let Hampton Roads know what you're doing because I would love and I would love to talk about it. Come, come step into my studio and, and, and let's talk. And they're so willing to come talk to me. <laughs> and I love it. I absolutely love it. I have some really great people lined up um, that's going to join me. Um, like like um, a wonderful um, black dentist who I've uh, come to know and respect. Um, in our community, um, she is coming to talk talk to us, um, talk to me, and let everybody know what she's doing. Um, not only is she a dentist, but she also um, is uh, working. She volunteers at a um, 
health center for people who don't have insurance. Okay. Um, she's going to tell us about. She's going to be telling me about that, and I, I because I didn't know that they had something like that out here. See, so so it's so informative. People come in and you know tell not only me, but you know are getting the opportunity to get the word out that um, of of great things that they're doing for the community that people may not know about and that need because there's so many people. Let's be honest, there's a lot of people who don't have health insurance. Right. You know, and to know that there's a dentist who, you know, makes a lot of money and she takes her free time and goes and volunteers and treats people who don't have insurance. I think that's great. She invests her own money in businesses and startup businesses. She's invest she's an investor and she will invest her own money in businesses, um, in uh, black businesses to get them started if they give her um, a proposal. This okay. is what she does. So these are the type of so people that I inspired. asked her to come on my show. I asked her to come on my show and talk about that. And these people who inspire you are going to be some of the target audience for your interviews. Um, yes. Now I said that you interview people so you're informing people of um, some of the Exposing, I'm saying you're rather exposing people to some of the businesses. What are going to be some of the target topics of your informative sessions? The ones kind of like, ain't I a woman? What, what, what are going to be the target topics for those types of sessions? Um, I actually, uh, relationships, first of all. Educating women. I... Number one topic I, I want to bring um, And I a woman um, I did that because I I would like to bring some men On my show And let's talk about Why um, relationships do not work And why we don't respect our women Our sisters Why aren't, why, why aren't there more couples I have some men coming on my show to talk about these things. Hot topic. <laughs> and, um, yeah, 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 yeah. I have some men coming on my show. I have a list of questions. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, we love the sex, but we hit what's next. So that's going to be a tight one. That's going to um, be hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I definitely have some lineups of um, uh, Monday. You probably don't want to miss that one. Uh, because I am going to be interviewing um, a, a gentleman um, and asking him those kind types of questions. Um, he has a well, he has a criminal justice degree, but he also um, is an expert in relationships. So I I want to ask him. I have a, a lineup for the ladies. Um, so um, and for our men, um, if, if you guys going to agree with what he's going to be saying. So um, that should be an interesting. It's going to be an interesting conversation. I'm going to tell you that it's definitely going to be interesting because I have a I have a lot of questions, um, pretty deep questions to ask, um, and that's going from um, experience in my own relationship as well. Okay. Uh, questions that I would like to know. Oh. Okay. Good deal. Good deal. Good deal. So. So I I, I need to hear from my men. I need to hear from my brother. I really do. 
All right, so, brothers, so it's your go, time. Go, your time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so if you guys want a message and a comment on the things that are going to be said on Monday, please do, because it's going to be deep. Okay. It's going to be deep, because I'm going to be asking him all kinds of questions. And if you guys agree or disagree, please let me know. Let me know, because I want to... No, like for instance, what is the biggest mistake that women make that kills a man's attraction? I'd like to know. And I'm not going to answer that. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I don't want you to answer because because I, you know that, but but that that was just you know I'm just giving you a you know an example, but that that questions like that, but they go deeper. Mm-hmm. And um, I just. You know, on so so yeah, we're definitely going to have. But I'm I want to hit on all kinds of different segments. I also want to you know not only just relationships. I want to hit on um, education. I want to hit on politics. I want to hit on the LGBT community. I want to hear from them too. I'd like to hit on a little bit of everything. Yeah, well, you definitely have some hot topics in store. I, I can't wait to hear that. Uh, like I said, I'm not going to answer, but I can simply say that <laughs> men men don't lose the attraction; they lose the interest. Mm. All right, so mm. I would still want to hit it, but I don't want to talk to you. So, <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, because that that que- that answer would lead me to another question. See, so so um. Because because still at that point, then why do they lose the interest? See? Okay, and there's a smorgasbord there. I can't wait to hear what the guys say about that. So let's say people <laughs> want to get in contact with because you. Because then I'm going to bring back now all the men that I'm interviewing. Um, I'm going to bring them back all at one time for a debate. Sounds like one of those Oprah town halls. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm bringing up bringing them each one by one. Include the Chris was the first one. And then my next one, then I got two others. And then all four of them are going to be coming in and uh, discussing. And we're going to have a big debate. So you're not going to want to miss that. And that debate is happening in April. So how can people get in contact with you to be a part of your show, be a part of your movement, and continue to sow seeds of improvement into our community? Oh, please contact. You can contact me on Spreaker. You can go to my profile. Contact me on Spreaker.com and go to my profile tomorrow. Um, tomorrow's show you can also email me I do have an email address at tomorrow.w34 at gmail.com you can do that I don't even mind getting phone calls you want to give me a call I don't even mind that either all right well and my um, phone number is on my um, is on my speaker podcast so okay good 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 uh, on Facebook some people don't want to leave the Facebook Instagram. Oh, Facebook too, yeah. So, how we, how do we find you on Facebook? I'm I'm there under Tomorrow Peterson. You just look me up. Okay, and good deal, good deal. And tomorrow um, is spelled on, as uh, the next YouTube, day, right? YouTube page, yep, yep. My first name is spelled exactly like Tomorrow. T O M O R R R O W. I do have a YouTube page as well, Tomorrow. Daily Life. You can Ooh. contact me there. Say that again. Say that again. Tomorrow's Daily Life. Okay. 
All right, good. So the fellas who want to get into that uh, argument, discussion, engagement with you, uh, check out the pictures first. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> okay, that was real to test so her on the spot. It's going down. It's probably going to be a battle of the sexes. <laughs> it's probably going to be a battle of the sexes. I'm probably going to have some ladies up in the building, too. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Because uh, I got a men up in there. I'm sure my ladies are probably going to be like, well, we need to attend that, too. Um, because the guys got one point of view, and us ladies have another. So. Well, you know, sausage fest for guys like me are never that fun. So it's, go- it's always good to have some ladies up in there. Yes, yes, exactly, exactly. So I definitely will. I definitely will. But this is definitely happening in April, probably the first or second week. I'm not sure of the exact date, but uh, as it gets closer, um, you guys will know. Just check out my all the information. Check out my page, and um, I'll post it. I'll have it posted when it's going down but you guys do not want to miss it because it is definitely going to be something to talk about good it's stuff, probably going to be stuff. very informative because I think I've got a lot of good questions um, to ask my fellas um, each and every one of them that comes in I've got a list of questions for them so, so I think I'll do you ladies proud <laughs> I think I do believe I do believe <laughs> so this will be this will definitely these are definitely going to be my fun segments these these and and informative so I know you guys are going to have something to say and I, I welcome all messages I will I will respond back but I welcome it you guys want to come in and uh, listen in let me know Good stuff, good stuff, good stuff. All right, well, we have our marching orders. We need to call, we need to listen, we need to be involved and engaged in what you have going on. Yes, yes. And I'd like to end by saying that we normally have an ROI segment, a return on investment, where we want to make sure that our listeners have a return for the time that they given listening to this content. So... Let's end the return on investment with you sharing one last thing that you think is very important for anybody to know. I want everybody to know to remember your purpose may not come to you right away. It took me a long time to get here, to get to this point, to find it or for it to find me. Because I really felt like it was kind of a meeting <laughs> in between, if you will. But no worries, because when you when when it does find you or you find it, you'll know it because you'll feel it. But never give up on your dreams. Have tunnel vision and never let anybody stop you. Wow. Have tunnel vision. Never let anyone stop you. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. All right, tomorrow, well, it's good talking with you. Thanks for being on the Fly Guy podcast. Thank you for having me. Ashe. Thank Ashe. you for having me. And the name of your podcast again is? The name of my podcast again is Tomorrow's Show. Tomorrow's Show. Not the Today Show. It's tomorrow's show. <laughs> no, not the today show. All right, that's cool. Tomorrow's that's cool. Show. Yeah, I mean, I'm no no shade on the today show. You know, I'm a 
<laughs> longtime celebrity crush on Hoda and longtime celebrity crush on um what's the other sister's name that's on there? Um I can't think of her name. Played basketball. I, oh, I her can't fa- think of it. Her father was oh. part of the uh Tuskegee Airmen. Her mother was very Yeah, young. I know what you're talking about. Oh, oh Robin um, Roberts. Yeah, that's my yeah, other yeah, yeah, crush. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can I visualize that. I can visualize her. I just can't think of her name. That says a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that does say a lot. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. I, I, I think I need to be on your call then. <laughs> All right, tomorrow. Okay. Well, nice talking with you. Peace and nice prosperity. Stay flush, right. stay flush, right. stay flush, stay flush. Award producer Raheem Shabazz continues the elementary genocide documentary series with the School to Prison Pipeline. That film exposes the social engineering done to African-American children in the school system. And his other film, Elementary Genocide 2, The Board of Education versus the Board of Incarceration, takes an even deeper look at the history of the American school system and how it was made to justify subjugating black Americans. These films are on track to be the most discussed films in black America. These films feature people like Dr. Boyce Watkins, Dr. Francis Chris Welsing, and many, many more. The documentary is available right now at elementarygenocide.com. That's elementarygenocide.com.